0: So here's the deal, you ready? This is the question. This will tell me how engaged you will be and how successful this event will be. And the question is, can the next 16 months be the best months of your career? Now, I already see some head nods and some clapping. You know I love that, right? Can the next 16 months be extraordinary? And I would argue, my friends, again, the delta between the haves and the have-nots has never been greater. The ones that are leaning in and thinking about the customer and changing their behaviors and changing their strategies to be way more consumer-centric, those men and women, those teams are killing it. The ones that are, (coughs) excuse me, resisting and still wanting the industry to be their way, they're suffering right now. So if that's the question and you say yes, here's what I wanna know. What are you committed to in the next 16 months? I want you to write down four numbers for me. Four numbers, you ready? Number one, how much money are you gonna have saved after taxes in the next 16 months? Let's start there. How much money are you gonna have in the bank saved cash? Now you can put it in bonds or whatever you wanna do, but cash, cash available. In the next 16 months, write down the number. You know what's fun, my friends? we have people from all over the world and some of them it's you know it's early early in the morning and for some of them it's late late at night and i see all those faces and i love you all all right let me give you a few more numbers you ready jill i want you to text me this as soon as you're done i want to know how many transactions you're committed to do in the next 16 months the balance of this year and all of next year So Matthew, like high level, what are you committed to? How many transactions? I need an exact number. Then I wanna know your volume and your GCI. You already told me how much money you wanna save. How many transactions, how much volume, how much GCI? What are you committed to in the next 16 months? Write down the number, and if you would, like I see, what's up, Katie Day, right? So Katie, snap it, send it to your coach. All my clients right now, take a photo of that and send it to your coach. Let them know, this is the filter I'm gonna listen through over the next two and a half days. This is gonna be the way I'm gonna listen to every breakout session, to all my guest speakers, all of them helping feed your goals. That's why it's so important. Now, let's continue. The question then will become, so if I've got this incredible goal, right? I wanna go from doing X to doing 3X. What is so important for us, my friends, is to be realists and say, okay, so I want to go from $100,000 to $500,000 in commissions. I want to go from $30,000 in savings to $150,000 in savings, which OMGTF, no one in my family has ever had that much money ever. They're all going to want my money. To which my response is, yes, they will. And it's awesome. Right? But here's the deal. For you to go from here to here, the question becomes, what do I need to close the gap? So, do I need, this is so great, my watch is now going, zzz, zzz, which means people are texting me. Thank you, Jill Biggs. I wanna know what adjustments you need to make to your schedule, to your priorities. Now, don't write it all down right now, because we're gonna go through it over the next couple of days. Just in your mind, look at that and say, okay, yeah, I need to up my game on tech. Positioning, what does he mean? I mean, helping you out-position the agent competition, the team competition, and most importantly, the multi-billion dollar businesses that are going after your customers every day. How do I help you position to win with them? What do you need to bridge the gap? Because the reality is, my friends, all of that and 50 more subjects will be covered over the next two and a half days. But now, L, what I see is you've got your goals, what you're committed to. Yes, I see that wave right back to you, my dear. I see your goals and what your ambition is, but I wanna be real and say, but I gotta solve these problems, right? Great leaders, right? they see it as it is. They don't make it better, they don't make it worse. They say, this is what I'm committed to and these are the, the bricks that I need to put in place in my castle so I'm secure and I can dominate for the next 16 months. And i just like literally just lifted up her notes, right? I love it. So now, do me a favor, and you just, you just sort of had all those thoughts go through your head. Before we share it, I'm gonna go to this. So I stopped tracking a couple of years ago how many hours of private coaching sessions that I've done. Like legitimate one-on-one, you know, face-to-face, Zoom, et cetera. And and when I think about that experience, like 33,000 hours was the number that I stopped tracking. So whether that's, I don't know, 34, 35, some crazy number now. Whether I'm talking to my son Steven's uh, best friend who's 19 and a freshman in college, and him saying, Mr. Ferry, what do I need to do to one day be successful? or talking to, you know, one of my clients, Chris Weaver, who's out there right now, Maxine Gallons who's out there right now, Jim Allen, who you guys are gonna be introduced to tomorrow, who did 1,193 transactions last year. Every one of them wants a breakthrough. And what I know is this, all breakthroughs happen inside one of these three things. It's either their mindset, which is really simple, my friends, it's what you believe you're capable of. I can say to you, here is the best texting script on the planet, that if you text it to 180 people, you will end up with five listings minimum. But if you don't believe that your customers will respond to a text or you're not comfortable sending people text messages in that environment, then it doesn't matter how good of the idea or strategy proven or not, it doesn't matter because your mindset stops you. The second one is your marketing. And without a shadow of a doubt, what all of you know and all my clients get is marketing is the great degree of separation. Whoever could market the most fluidly, the most beautifully, the most consistently, direct to what's on the minds of their customers, that's the man, that's the woman, that's the team, that's who dominates, right? So we're gonna cover that one. But the last one, and where I wanna spend my time before I bring up my friend Joseph, is in model. So I'd like you to think about this. I barely got out of high school. I mean barely, some of you know the story, like I went to five, I got a GED, that's how I graduated. Um, I did go to junior college for like, I don't know, 14 seconds, primarily because all my friends were there and I thought it'd be fun and maybe I can see some girls, right, like that's all I was really doing. But when I went into the workplace, it was probably like many of you, I become a salesperson and I joined a little graduating class of three other people and I look around and basically, those people became my model. So if they all got there at nine, I got there at nine. If they all took a lunch break at 12 and had Chinese on Mondays, I had Chinese on Mondays. And then if they didn't practice and role play, I didn't practice and role play because that's what my model, that's what my posse was doing. Well, very quickly I realized that you know, within 90 days, two of them were gone and one of them was doing okay. And I was like, screw this, I wanna be insanely great. And I walked over to the number one salesperson in the office and I'm like, hey, your phone rings off the hook. I'm cold calling. Like, you get deals all the time. People love you. People refer you. Like, what's your secret sauce? What do you do? And she's like, I don't know. I just, I do this and this and this and this. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. You do what? I do this and this and this and this. And then I'm like, okay, well, I'm gonna do that shit instead of the stuff that I am doing and I'm gonna see what happens. And guess what? two years later, I take her position, I become the number one salesperson, then the manager, and ultimately end up running that company, my dad's company. Here's the deal, my friends. The vast majority of you watching right now, you might have been in the same situation, where you weren't intentional about the model. I think about my friend, Laura Dandoy, who's probably out here watching right now. When she got into real estate, legend, by the way, in the business, extraordinary human being. When she got in, she went right to a person, but she forgot to ask some of the questions. She said, oh my goodness, that's the number one agent in the world for Century 21 at the time. My client, Marty Rodriguez, many of you know her. And she said, I'm gonna be exactly like Marty. Well, the difference was she didn't think through the fact that Marty had already raised her adult children and a husband, and she was at a different place in her life when it came to her time and priorities. Laura had a three-year-old and a nine-year-old, her little daughter, Mackenzie, and her son, John. So the model she took on was Marty... 24 hours a day, seven days a week, do everything, and who got left behind. So when I met her, I said, listen, you got the chops, you're good at your business. The problem is you chose a model that for your husband and you creates hallway sex, and you don't have the love and connection with your children that you want. You all know hallway sex. Just give me a give me a thumbs up if you know what I'm saying when I say hallway sex. Some of you are like, Sex in the hallway? No, that's when your relationship is not so good and you walk past your husband or your wife or your partner in the hallway and you're like, screw you, right? That's hallway sex. I'm off. Exactly. So I said to her, hey, we can make the change. We just need a better model. I'm asking you, and there are some legends. I see Marty Gellens watching right now, who is a legend just on my podcast. <laughs> Love you too, right? There's so many extraordinary people watching around the world right now. I'm asking you though, just for the next couple days, to be the kitten, not the lion. I'm asking you to be the kitten, not the lion. That you're looking up and saying, okay, I don't care if I'm 45 years in the business, this gal, this guy, they're doing something better. How do I emulate what they're doing? How do I take on their model? I mean, doesn't it frustrate you to think that some agents in the high end say 60 homes is a lot? And others, like one you'll meet this afternoon, says, hey, I did 240 with an average sales price of $3 million last year, and I'm trying to figure out how I can do 500 sales with an average sales price of $3 million." By the way, he's doing a talk for all of you today on the three stages of his business, the three different models that we put in place so you can say, hey, maybe that's the model. So we did some research. We basically went back, starting about, I guess it'd be right at the beginning of um, June. We track all of our clients' numbers. We wanna know how they're doing, what's going on. You all know that, because your coach is like, I need the numbers, because Tom is demanding it, I need the numbers. But we wanted to know more than just the numbers. What I wanted to know this time, direct from the coach and some surveys and some other ways we reached out to thousands of clients to basically discover what were the seven, 10, five things. We We weren't attached to the number. But what we wanted to know was, what's the model? What are these men and women doing that are causing them to have such extraordinary success? So I knew at the summit, I could say to everybody around the world, look, I know you're successful, Jenny. I know you are. I'm looking right at you right now. Yes, you, girl. Lean in. Thank you. You might want to unpack that Amazon box next to you there sometime soon. But Jenny, yes, now she's all embarrassed. But Jenny, here's the thing. So you got what you do. What I know is this, more of the same is only gonna get me more of the same. I have to adjust the model if I wanna create a breakthrough in my results and not have it be more time. I wanna have a breakthrough in my results and I wanna do it in less time. So I need to search out the model of who's selling. For example, I think it's tomorrow you'll see Chris Weaver. Here's how I did 990 deals in a year and how I delegate everything so I only do what I do best right? I want to show you those types of models over the next two and a half days. So here's the first part of it. We call it the growth model for beating the market. So again, we're talking about men and women just like all of us here that dealt with COVID, that dealt with the unemployment numbers, you know, the insanity of our politics right now happening certainly in the U.S. And yet, these men and women dominated, and let me show you the numbers so you're clear, our elite and team plus clients at the end of June, so the six-month mark, they were sitting at our elite clients, $227,000 in paid income. Not closed and pending, my friends, paid. And many of you know, when you look at that number, you say, because you're an elite client, you're like, I knew I could have done more. Well, yes. But if you couldn't close a transaction at the end of March, or you couldn't close a transaction in April, which happened, or you were one of my clients in Italy where the entire country just stopped. The reality was my friends, I see these numbers and say, they're at 19 transactions or our team plus clients, 74 transactions, and I say to them, I know you're behind your expectations, but I kept saying to them over and over again, just wait for the second half of the year. Just wait for summertime, because it's going to change and it's going to change in our favor. Now, consider this, we just asked them, how was the month of July? And here's what we saw across the board. 74% of our elites and 92% of our Team Plus clients said July was the best month of the year. Raise your hands if July was an extraordinary month. Raise your hands out there, I wanna see it. Uh, What's up Robin, I see you. Hey, I'm sorry about the passing of your father, I saw that, God bless. I know it was a year ago, but God bless. So what? They said July was the best month of their year, and in many cases, an overwhelming said group said it was the best month of their career. And what I remind them of is, you're just getting started. Look up here, guys. Look up here. Pay real close attention. Everything you did in March and April and May and June is just starting to come to fruition. Everything you did in May and June and July, you're now meeting with in the month of August. Everything you did in June, July, and August, you see the results in September and October. Many of you, which is why I keep saying to you, be selfish, cut off the distractions, and soak all this in for two and a half days. You've been running so hard that what's gonna happen in September, October, November, December, January, is gonna be like nothing you have seen before. Now, the question then becomes, what was their model? What did they do? You don't have to write any of this down. By the way, would you all like a copy of all of my slides? Raise your hands if you want a copy of all this. So at the end of each day, we're gonna put up in the platform all of my slides. So just just for the day, at the end of the day, because I acknowledge, hey, we're live on video, there's no way you're gonna write as talk as I'm gonna, or write as fast as I talk, but I also understand I wanna give you a lot. So just know that all the slides, everything you see, at the end of the day. So here's the model, ready? Now I want you to listen Michelle, I see you there with your super hot glasses. I want you to listen, Michelle, through the filter of am I doing this or not, right? Am I winning here or am I not? And not to beat yourself up, but to know that maybe, just maybe, Andrea, this is a place where you need to move in. So here they are. You ready? Number one, everybody that I got my my hands around sort of through Zoom was, I'm asking you to be a lioness or a lion, but not a lamb. You cannot be a sheep. You cannot hide. You cannot tower. You need to lean into the problem. And you all remember what I said to you. Safety first, keep the business moving forward, and load the cannons. We're gonna keep loading the cannons, metaphorically, and doing marketing. We're gonna keep the business moving forward. We're gonna take care of our clients. But the big one was safety first and those of us that took that on i got like truth bumps right now just thinking about those early pivot sessions some of you remember right back in like early april when i'm like you've got to be a lion or a lioness you can't be a sheep but what was it it was really a commitment to serve it was really the acknowledgement of we love our clients that we want to take care of people if i told you gantry the ne- what's up g money By the way, baby, this is like our 16th, 17th summit together. Gantry is one of our very first clients, been with us now for like 16, 17 years. Gantry, what I said to people was, it's a commitment to be of service, and I watched people literally would text me and say, TF, I've been dropping off groceries to clients that are afraid to leave their house. I've been picking up medication for elderly people that were afraid to leave. Like, that's not the role of a real estate professional. That's the role of an extraordinary lion or lioness. We take care of our tribe. That's who we are. And that's what I acknowledged, right? And it was just across the board. Everybody saying, lion, yes. But here's the next one. They continue to market. Now, this is the game changer. And you all know it. You all know it, and I'm gonna cover some things because some of you are like, oh God, my company and others and people around me said don't market, that's insensitive, this is the wrong time, don't you understand what's happening in the world? Let me just give you a little heads up. Bain & Company, one of the most respected consulting you know, firms on the planet, did a little interesting research piece back after 2007, eight, nine, and they studied hundreds of companies and here's what they discovered. The companies that continued to operate and market had geometric growth, and the people that stopped flatlined and in almost every case, never recovered. So you tell me, my friends, for some of you out there that were angry at me, because I kept saying, "Shoot more videos. Send more emails. Change your message. Do it like this instead. Run these ads." And you were like, "Oh, I just want to watch CNN and Fox News and blow my brains out." And I'm like, "No!" You have got to keep loading the, I don't even make that sound, right? You gotta keep loading the cannons. And whether it was your social media, your referral sites, your geo farms, your virtual open houses, doing Zoom seminars. Oh, I love it. I got a little side here for Jay Mark says, he's talking to you, babe. <laughs> I haven't said that, Jay, since like being in Chicago with my friends at Baird and Warner back in uh, March. So we know why it's a must, but here's the next one. The third piece of the model that they explained was we altered our marketing message, right? Mostly, my friends, to maintain trust, to stay top of mind, right? So James, my friend over there, James, because we knew if we stopped doing it, all this other noise would take over their mindset, and we would be diminished in all of our hard work and branding. So I said, we have to continue, but here was the hook. You have to change the message from, hey, who do you know, to how can I help? And those of us that switch that text message from, I'm reaching out to find out, how can I help? Are you guys okay? I'm looking at Jill Biggs, who I see right here in Hoboken, New Jersey, who her G-Wagon was stuffed full of boxes with masks and everything, taking it to first responders, right? Taking it to hospitals. I was watching agents of mine that were literally going so far out of their way to make a difference. It wasn't about who do you know that's about buying and selling. It was who do you know that needs help? I'm here to serve. They went from, hey, sell quickly, top dollar, another listing, another sale, to sell, you know, hey, sell safely and only move once. From just listed to work from home or your dream home and just sold, and this one is so important, guys. Take a screenshot of it. It went from just sold to how we did it safely with less stress. Because when you look at the data around consumers right now, it is no bueno on their fear and anxiety around making a move. You know it and I know it. I think that's a big part of why we've got such massive fallout of escrows these days. So you've got this, but also they continue to grow their teams. So they didn't stop. In many cases, they literally, and I know many of you out there, and I won't call you out, you would text me and say, hey, a bunch of my team, they won't even leave their apartment. They won't show up on Zoom sessions. And I'm like, look, love on them, but let's find more of them. Let's find the people that are willing to go out and do the work to help clients, to do buyer consultations, to use Zoom, whatever it took. And we see all this massive surge of people like, I got to hire a ton of people. And a lot of my clients, we'll talk about this tomorrow and the next day during some breakouts, got the Zillow Flex account. Or they got a bigger portion of Realtor.com and OpCities account. And they already had 15 salespeople and now they need 50 or 60. So they're growing like crazy right now. But then here's the obvious one. Because of NAR and every major company and all firms around the world, new contracts, which I know you all love every time you have to show a property, but everybody adjusted to safety first, right? Everybody adjusted. You didn't like it, you didn't like wearing your mask, you didn't like having to go to the closing table with gloves and having you know, one pen and then throw it in the trash or having to have the buyer you know, sign this agreement so I can show you the house, but my friends, look up here. Hey, the right thing to do is always the right thing to do, right? I know it was a pain in the butt. I know it was one more, you know, thing you had to do, but the reality was we could have been like Eastern Pennsylvania that was shut down, my buddy Tommy Toole out there, that was shut down almost till June before they finally opened up. They wouldn't let real estate agents do anything. So some of us, you just had to sign a new form, right? Keep things in context. Now, this, my buddy Bill Pipes, Jeff, Debbie Holloway, so many of my great clients get the credit for this. Cause when I asked them like, so how did you shift your presentations? Like, what did you do differently? And, and I knew because we have been preaching empathy, asking questions, listening more, no judgment, see people where they are, don't judge them for where they are, right? Just cause you are the expert and you know how to fix the problem, don't race the fix, you gotta listen. And it hit me, I'm like, you know what they did? they all sold like Oprah Winfrey. So Let's play a game. Oprah Winfrey goes on a listing presentation and you go on the same presentation. Who wins? Yes, think about it. No, I love it. Christina's like, me, I'm gonna kick her ass. Well, the reality is, right, if you look at the model that these men and women were breaking down, what they were really saying was, I'm not just going in and pitching, I'm taking my time, guys. I'm asking thoughtful questions. I'm listening with empathy. I'm connecting with people like I've never connected before. Where I used to say, gotta be great to be in and out with paperwork in like, you know, 60 minutes or 90 minutes. I'm finding myself on these appointments for like two and a half hours because now it's about like, hey, is this the right move for you? And what are your goals? And what are you trying to accomplish? And what are your options? And if you looked at all the available solutions in the marketplace, they're asking thoughtful questions showing up like that. And I'm telling you, my friends, I know for some of you, because you're like heavy D, a little bit of I, no S and C, I know that was hard for you because you want your appointments to be like this, bang, next. But the reality is, with what's happening in the world today, we gotta slow down and we gotta look customers in their eyes into their soul and figure out what's going on in their world, what are their problems and how can I help? And that's what our clients got. Here's the next one. Raise your hands right now if you're satisfied with all of the software and systems you have in your business. Raise your hands. (laughs) I saw no hands and I saw a few people doing this, except I got Melody who gave me a yes, so good job. The vast majority of people I talked to, I said, hey, in April when things were really slow, what are you working on? I know my own personal clients I'm like, what are we working on? This is what they worked on. How do I get my systems right? Oh my goodness, I just saw Lauren's eyes go like this, boing, (laughs) right? So, you're gonna get a copy of this later, but here's what I want you to understand. A system will produce what a system will produce, nothing more, nothing less. A system will produce what a system will produce, nothing more, nothing less. So those of us that committed to run our business, truly tech-enabled, we dug into our CRM when things were slow and said, how do I categorize people better? How do I clean up the data, right? We leaned into our email service provider. How do I, pre- you know, get rid of all the old BombBomb videos that say, it's the spring market. Hope everything's going great. Are you thinking about selling, right? We literally had clients send some of that out and I'm like, kill all the pre-recorded stuff, start over, right? Or they're digging in, right, to wise agent and sync, follow up boss, boomtown. They're digging in to figure out what do I need to do? They're also tracking at a high level. I give a shout out to uh, sisu.co. But the ones at the bottom are the ones I want you to pay attention to. Here's maybe three that yeah, my coaching clients, you better know about it. But for all everybody else out there, Crystal knows. See, I am a fan of understanding who the person is and how to best communicate with them before I get on the phone with them, before I meet face-to-face. I am not, at this point in my career, have any interest in going into a presentation like this. I hope it works. But instead, I'm like, okay, LinkedIn, Gantry Wilson, Crystal knows. Gantry is a D. Talk to him like this. Speak quickly, be efficient, get right to the point, ask him lots of questions, listen to him carefully, make him feel like he's in control and he will do business with you. And that's what Crystal Nose tells me on every person around the world. Why would you go into an appointment ever not knowing their personality profile, the language patterns that matter to them, what moves the needle and most importantly, what never to say and what to avoid? The other one is True People Search. I think it's a U.S. company. I know we got people around the world, but what if I told you I can type in my wife's name and I can find her old cell phone numbers, email address, every home she's ever owned, and it's free. It's free, ladies and gentlemen. And the last one is How Money Walks, which I know all my clients talk about because the great coach Yvonne Arnold, who I saw a minute ago, did a huge pivot session on, hey, if you go to howmoneywalks.com and you click on research, you'll actually see your state, where you are, and where people come and go from, and the data is bonkers. It's so bonkers, especially for agent-to-agent referrals and understanding your business. So let's keep jamming. The next one is obvious. Don't even need to spend a lot of time there, but everybody has gone video first, right? They, I have clients that did a little bit of video and did it really inconsistently, who created their daily shows on Facebook where they were interviewing people around the world. They went from a little bit inconsistently to a daily show on Facebook to stay top of mind. I saw clients who were like, what am I gonna do now with you know finding buyers that were suddenly doing live presentations to 30, 40, 80, 240 buyers on a Zoom session, and guess what? They just recognize the power of what I have right now. Being able to look across and saying, Doug, your head's a little scratchy, might be time to put a hat on next time you're in the sun. Yes, Doug, I'm talking to you, right? The point is this, my friends, video, this is the model. I'm looking at my friend Christoph Chu, he and I. Christoph, 2009, me, you, Gary Vaynerchuk. And Gary's like, go buy a flip video camera. And everyone that was there remembers because the entire afternoon, everybody bailed and every electronic store in the desert sold out of every flip video camera. And next thing you know, people are like, hey, I'm Christoph Chu and I'm walking through the Beverly Hills hoobie-doo. And you know what, guys? It's only gotten better since. Now, because you'll see a bunch of breakouts on this Paula Clark, what's up, babe? You're gonna see now it's about the quality And I'm gonna give you guys today, no, tomorrow I think it is, 34 different videos you must shoot to be up in the ranks on Google, be more findable and deliver more value and get more yeses. Are you guys up for that? Say aye if you're up for that. That's 34 videos I want you to shoot. I just saw Rachel Brown, your left lip went, like, he's asking me to shoot video. Yes, Rachel, I am. All right, read the orange part out loud. I wanna see your lips moving. Read the orange pad out loud. Appointments are the currency of top producers. What everybody got during COVID was the vast majority of the garbage that was taking up their day was a waste. The only, I'm looking at like my clients, Maxine and Marty Gallons, who outside of maybe Gino Bufari have been the longest one-on-one coaching relationships I've had, you know, two decades of Mondays at 1130. These women, every time I get on the phone, what do I say? How many appointments did we have last week? What were the results? How many appointments do you have in your calendar? Because appointments are the only leading indicator. You know it and I know it. You wake up on Monday, you open up your calendar, you look at your phone, and it says, buyer consultation with the fairies at two, listing presentation at the Sibyls, right? You see that and you're like, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. You wake up in the morning, there's nothing in your calendar, you're like... and you just sleep in. Do me a favor right now. Say it out loud. I'm a lean, mean, appointment-setting machine. I want to see it. Come on. I can't hear you. Say it again. Say it like you mean it. I'm a lean, mean, appointment-setting machine. Yes. All right. Just had to get a little extra energy there. And here's the last one. You ready, guys? The last one, now remember I said to you, I'm asking you to be the kitten looking up at the lion and saying, okay, wait a minute. I'm not booking as many appointments as I can go on. I think my guy, Josh Rubin, maybe he's out there. I don't know, could be on a listening presentation. He put on like 15 appointments last week and he was on vacation, right? The weeks prior, people like Tim Smith, one of my personal clients who has over $200 million right now in escrow, million in volume in escrow. Like, he missed his last two coaching sessions because he texted me and said, I'm about to double in a $20 million deal. Can we delay our coaching session? Yes, Tim, that's what we're working on. Keep up the good work, text me later, right? He's going on, in many cases, 13, 14, 15, listing appointments a week. How does he get there? How does he do it, my friends? Here's the model. He's upped his accountability to follow through and do what we call his 554s. So, whether ready at this point, at this stage in his career, he has a driver, right, who's also one of his showing agents. He sits in the car because it's safer for him to not drive while he's calling expired listings, following up on past clients, reaching out to people in his sphere, talking to a referral, following up on a Zillow lead. And every time he gets in the car, there is no music. I, he showed me property years ago. It was hysterical. Timmy, I just saw this house down on the peninsula. Will you show it to me? He's like, yeah. I'm like, you want to come pick me up? He's like, sure. Like looked at me like, I, like you can just drive there and meet, you know, meet me there. I was like, no, no, come pick me up. We get in the car, he's on the phone with an expired listing, handling objections. I understand, sir, that my team dropped off that package. By no means did my my teammate mean to walk across your grass and screw that up, I apologize. But let me ask you a question, like, you know, your last agent, did they take the time to do this? Did they do this? Now, I'm sitting in the car. I'm the buyer looking at a $7 million house, and he's on the phone with an expired. All the way down the peninsula, We get there, he's like, great, okay, I'll see you tomorrow at four o'clock. I really appreciate the time. I look forward to the opportunity to get your home on the market and most importantly, get it sold. Okay, I'll see you tomorrow. He hangs up, he's like, what's up coach, ready to see a house? That's how he rolls. That's how he rolls, people, right? Every ounce of every second, he is focused on that. You wanna know why, Catherine? Because he's got a five-year-old and a three-year-old at home and what he wants is to be complete when the day is over versus the guilt of now it's time to be with my family and they're on the beach and it's summertime and I'm on my phone doing a search and trying to follow up on something. He just works like a ruthless machine from the time he leaves the house to the time he gets the home. That's something to think about. So by upping your accountability, Right, by upping your accountability and really committing and letting people know, I talked to five new people, I talked to five people that are in my database, and I do four follow-up, and now our community is now posting it on social, tagging their coach, tagging their friends, just like you've seen me do for years. It's number work out this of that. So here's my question. When you look down that list, when you look down that list, my friends, my question for you is, What model are you following? And what do you need to add or adjust or bring into your business or Mike, you for your team? What are the adjustments you need to make? Now, this is the moment where I want you writing. This is not the moment where you're like, oh, let me think about that. And Betty, I love you, you don't need a photo of this because guess what? You get all the slides at the end of today. So instead, I want you to look down that list and be honest with yourself. Chai, I see you there. Chai, where are you from? You got to let me know. Change it on your, uh, on your Zoom thing there. What are you committed to? What do you need to add in to your model to get the kind of breakthrough results you deserve? And unlike my friend Laura, right, who chose a model that, dare I say, could have ruined her life, Instead, we created a new model with some new people, a new approach that made her one of the best agents on the planet, but also gave her time with her daughter and her son and her husband. It's your business, my friends. You've got to decide. What do you need to add in and focus on so we can get the same kind of results? So as we wrap this session, here's what I want to know. I want to know now, in your notes, I wanna know what do you think you need to do more of? What do you think you need to do less of? What do you need to stop doing and what do you need to start doing? Take just 30 seconds and ask yourself that question. Okay, these 10 things in the model, what do I need to do more of? Right, Gantry, I know your mastermind is uber focused on not making phone calls and just trying to get come list me calls all the time. I'm busting your chops, buddy. Maybe it's time to send text messages. Maybe it's time to make a few more phone calls. Maybe it's time to up our game and really commit and go back to doing what got us to the extraordinary level that you and Jim and everyone else in that group's a part of. So what do you have to do more of? What do you have to do less of, right? What do you have to stop doing? I see my coach Yvonne here. Yvonne, last year at the summit, I had 16 people come up to me and say, I'm not drinking anymore. Quit alcohol. I said, we never talked about quitting alcohol at the summit. She said, but you kept saying, what do you need to stop doing? What's getting in the way of your success? And all those people, here we are a year later, God bless them, still alcohol free, right? What do you need to stop doing? What's getting in your way? What are you doing to you, right? And then Patricia, by the way, loved your video, thank you. What do you need to start doing? You do so much of what we do here in the Tom Ferry ecosystem. What do you need to add in? What do you need to start? Now, if you're a coaching client, I'm expecting a photo sent to your coach. If you want more information about this episode, including my show notes, mentions, links, and everything else, make sure you visit tomferry.com slash podcast. That's tomferry.com slash podcast. Thanks again, and talk to you soon.